0: listeners it's your host andrew jacubitz and you are joining the off the backboard podcast presented by the breakdown sports that's right we got a rebrand we got a new name we're off to a hot start right to this podcast uh but this is a special edition this is an all-star preview episode for you guys we're dropping midweek and i am happy to be joined by my two co-hosts tonight phil and steven how are you guys doing today What's going on? Go Lakers. Got to rep, Stephen. What's
1: going on, guys? Please do not go Lakers. All right, just anybody else except for the Lakers. I don't want to. I don't want to hear any of this tampering stuff going on on our podcast anymore.
0: Well, actually, that's a good segue because remember, there is no such thing as tampering during the All Star break, according to LeBron. We <laughs> you know that's all he's doing. So we shall see how this goes. Are you guys? So she, quick question to kind of start off this podcast. Uh, Do you guys look forward to all-star weekend at all in the NBA? There's not a lot that rides on it, such as the MLB all-star game where the winner gets home field advantage. Nobody likes the NFL pro bowl. I'm not a big hockey guy, so I'm not sure about the uh, NHL all-star game, but let me get your thoughts. Do You guys look forward to this um, and we'll just throw us to Phil right away.
2: I think that in recent years, the all-star weekend has kind of lost its luster due to the amount of players sitting out trying to rest their bodies or, whatever their excuse is. But I think with this younger generation of talent coming to the league, it's trying to pick up a lot more, especially the dunk contest last few years. It's been super exciting.
1: Yeah. I mean, like the all-star, like all-star weekend has never been something where I'm like, I can't wait for all-star weekend, but it's always something I have on. Cause it does get interesting. It's just not like I need to stop what I'm doing to watch this kind of event anymore. Like it used to be.
0: Yeah. I think that's actually a good description of the all-star game. Because it's like something I want to watch, like I'll have on, you know, I'll keep up on Twitter and stuff like that, but I'm not necessarily like super focused on who's winning, who's losing, and I guess the outcome of the game. <laughs> uh, so, I mean, while we just kind of downplayed how awesome the All-Star Weekend is, let's start talking about it. <laughs> um, so, uh, let's start with the Rising Stars Challenge. Steven, I know you had said you had some very interesting takes, so I'm interested to hear those. Uh, Rising Star Challenge? I, not... Honestly, something I normally think about when I think of All-Star Weekend, I think of the dunk contest and then basically the game, and that's kind of it. But this year we have Team U.S., Jared Allen, Marvin Bagley III, Lonzo Ball, injured, John Collins, De'Aaron Fox, Jaron Jackson Jr., Kevin Knox, Kyle Kuzma, Donovan Mitchell, and Jason Tatum. Against Team World, O.G. Ananobi, DeAndre Ayton, Bogdan Bogdanovich, Luka Doncic, Shai, yes and yes, not going to pronounce that name, sorry listeners, um, and you know what? I'm not going to say the next one either. And Lori marketing, Josh, Akoji, and then CD Osmond and Ben Simmons. I apologize to those two NBA players whose names I could not pronounce, but out of respect to y'all, not going to do it. So I guess let's toss this Steven right to you. This was a topic that you had mentioned to bring up. So what are, what are your thoughts on this?
1: I'll usually just skip like the rising stars challenge. If we're being honest, it's never really been like a big thing to me because there haven't really been like those like franchise guys that look like they're going to be in it. But this is like the first year in a long time where it's just like all those names you mentioned. There's so many people that can be franchise players of their teams in a few years and you get to watch them all on the court at the same time in the Rising Stars Challenge. Like just going only going through the names on like the U.S. roster, like Bagley is going to be probably a star. John Collins is already averaging a double double with almost 20 points a game in his second year. Like, he's going to be a star. Kuzma's a great scorer. Mitchell's, like, Donovan Mitchell's already proven himself to be a star. Same with Jason Tatum and Trey Young starting to pick it up, too. It's just like a mini all star game this year. Whereas in like past years, you could kind of look past it and be like, oh, at least half of these guys might not even be in the league in a few years because it wasn't like the highest quality of talent coming out of the drafts in the past few years compared to what we've gotten in like this past year and the year before that.
0: OK, yeah, no, I like it when you talk about it that way. It makes a lot more sense why you'd be more interested to check out the Rising Stars Challenge. And I guess when I was reading those, it never really clicked with me that those were the teams that we were going to, the people, I guess, I don't know. Um, But now that you mentioned that, so I'm surprised Donovan Mitchell is even in this Uh, Kuzma. I'm also kind of surprised because those are two guys that I felt like already kind of proved him, as well as Jason Tatum, but this is his sophomore season. So I guess that makes sense along with Mitchell and uh, Kuzma, I'm not totally sure. But Phil, let me get your thoughts. Uh, I imagine this isn't something that you necessarily normally thought of when it comes to all-star weekend as well. Uh, And after Steven kind of gave his bit, what are your thoughts on that?
2: Well, to be honest, this is probably my favorite event outside of the actual All-Star game for two simple reasons. One, it gives you a chance to watch all of those young players who probably get buried on the end of the bench throughout the regular season. You get to see how much they progress throughout the year and what their potential roles could be moving forward. And also how you mentioned um, Kuzma and and Mitchell, how those two guys could potentially be All-Stars, but they aren't. So you still get a chance to see those guys play and enjoy that atmosphere as well. So I'm looking forward to it.
0: Interesting. So I was completely wrong. You actually do like this event.
2: <laughs>
0: uh, no, I, maybe that's just me. Maybe I guess I, I take I take a break like all the other players do, uh, All-Star Weekend, when it comes to this stuff. So uh, I don't know. I, De'Aaron Fox, and actually, you know, this is actually a good time to bring up that tweet I saw from you this morning, Phil. You had a, uh, it was kind of a rate a rank these tweet. And your uh, players were Luca, uh, D'Angelo, Russell, uh, De'Aaron Fox, and Ben Simmons. So I'm going to throw this to Steven. Just name those out. First time thinking about this. Out of the blue, how are you ranking those 1 to 5? Or 1 to 4? Russell. No temper. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs>
1: um, I'm going to go probably Luca, number 1. Uh, De'Aaron, number 2. D'Angelo number three, Ben Simmons number four, only because Luke is doing everything as a rookie. He's doing almost everything well. De'Aaron has had one of the biggest jumps from a freshman to a sophomore season. Uh, D'Angelo is now basically an all-star. Like, yeah, he's in the game, but he's in the game as like a replacement, like a reserve replacement. Um, the only reason I don't have him higher is just because he's had so many more years in the league already than those other two guys. And I'm putting Ben Simmons at the bottom simply for the reason that he can't
2: shoot. Like it,
1: like if, if you, can, if you can't shoot, you're staying at the bottom. Whoa,
2: whoa, whoa, whoa. Put some respect on my guy, Russell and Simmons' name, Stephen. Come on.
0: I mean, what's your defense to that, though? Because I agree with everything that he just said. So, Phil, you obviously don't. What is your comeback to that?
2: So, my biggest thing is to look at is what have you done for me today, not what will you do for me in the future. While Luka is playing phenomenal, and that's probably why I have him above Fox, Simmons is an all-star, and Russell is an all-star. And ever since, what, I'll say December, Russell has been averaging north of 22 points, five rebounds and seven assists per game. For as good as Luka is, which team is doing better and who is the main factor for those for that team's success? The Nets are doing crazy good right now, and Russell's been surging. He's an all-star. Simmons is a unicorn for the point guard position. He's an all-star as well. Then you got Fox and Luka. Luka's obviously better than Fox, but Fox, he's coming up. Just watch out for that Kings team.
0: Okay. Okay. First of all, put some respect on the unicorn title. There's only one unicorn, and that's Kristaps Porzingis. It's not Ben Simmons, <laughs> as, as Steven said. He can't shoot a three. And I think I don't think he was disrespecting Russell, D'Angelo Russell, but I, he can
1: barely shoot a mid-range shot, much less at three.
0: I, and, I, and I agree with it. I think D'Angelo Russell. I did put him number two in my tweet, just because I think that if you were going to say today, who do you want on your team? D'Angelo, D'Angelo Russell is more well-rounded. He's uh, he's an all-star as well, and I think he offers a lot to a team, but he's also had a lot more time to develop that. Luca is doing this all in his rookie season. Even though he's had that time in Europe, it's not necessarily all NBA caliber that he's playing against. So, I mean, I I just think that Luca's better... Uh, than all of them. And I don't like Ben Simmons. I don't like that. He can't shoot a three. And yet nobody's talking about it. (laughs) Everybody's just like, it's fine, whatever. And I'm like, Giannis, all they can ever do is talk about how he needs to get a three. It doesn't make any sense to me. Um, De'Aaron Fox. I have a lot of respect for. I think that kid is going to be really, really good. He, uh, he is just so fast and attacks the rim so well that it's, it's fun to watch that Kings team for sure right now.
2: You know what, I agree to an extent. If you were to ask a few ask every GM in the league right now who they want, Russell or Luca, I would say maybe ninety percent of them would probably say Luca. I can't disagree with them on that.
0: Luka's a little bit taller too, right? And bigger? Six eight, two twenty. That Luca Doncic is six eight.
2: Yeah, he's a six eight point guard. Jesus.
0: Yeah, I mean that's that's wow. I that I was gonna I was saying like six four. Wow, I didn't know he was six eight. That's pretty crazy. Well, anyway, we can move on uh from that.
2: And we're back with the breakdown sports off the backboard podcast. Jakubis is currently dealing with some technical difficulties, but me and Steven's gonna charge ahead anyway. We're gonna head right into the three-point contest. We have a pretty interesting field this year. We have Devin Booker, Seth Curry, and Steph Curry, Danny Green, Joe Harris, Buddy Hill, Dame Lillard, Chris Middleton, Kimball Walker, and Dirk Nowitzki. Now, Steven, tell me your predictions on who you think has the greatest chance of winning.
1: I think it's gonna, I think the finals are gonna come down to the brothers with Seth and Steph Curry in the finals. I like Buddy Heald kind of as like a dark horse and Joe Harris has been lights out, but I'm not sure why they put Dirk in here. Honestly, like, I don't know if they just want him to get into as many events as possible over all-star weekend. Like, (laughs) like, is this like his real farewell tour just this all-star weekend? I don't know. And Kemba is an improving three-point shooter, but is he really like a top 10 to 12 three-point shooter in the league. I don't think so. So I'm not expecting much from him. But it, other other than that, this is a pretty solid field, like a lot more solid than what I've seen the past few years.
2: Hey, I definitely agree with that take. Dirk Nowitzki definitely is getting this swan song treatment this year, him and D-Wade. They both were actually late additions to the NBA All-Star game. But I think this field is is mostly made up of scorers than the actual three-point marksman. You got Devin Booker, who at this point in his career is a volume shooter. Buddy Hill, while he was known to be a great three-point shooter in college, he's still more of a scorer. Same with Lillard and Kemba Walker. And Chris Middleton, he's that forward position. But if I had to put my money on it, I think I'm going with Steph. The guy is probably the greatest three-point shooter in the history of basketball, so you can't ever go wrong with that. Um, Danny Green, his game's a little boring. I need some flash in his game, so I'm definitely going with Steph Curry.
1: I don't know, man. If I had to make like a real pick right now, I'm going to say Seth Curry shows up and beats Steph Curry, especially if Seth Curry gets to go second. Because just that brotherly competitive nature, If he sees what Steph puts up, he's going to go out there and he's going to do everything in his power to beat it. And they're basically the same shooter,
2: more or less. And that has to be tough, too. You know he's probably sitting in the corner like, man, my brother's getting all these accolades, breaking all these records. I got to win something. So that's actually a pretty good point she brought up. And actually, Steph Curry won an award back in 2015, and Booker won it last year. So we got two uh, two repeat champions. This should be a, one of the best matchups of the evening as far as all-star festivities go. Yeah, it's going to be a good good Saturday night. Now, honestly... The one event outside of the Rising Stars Challenge that I'm looking forward to is the dunk contest. They had some explosive leapers this year. You got Dennis Smith Jr. coming out of North Carolina, was known for his above-the-room action. Miles Bridges has had a number of good posters this year. I'm not going to mess his first name up, but you got Diallo from OKC. He's a great leaper. You got John Collins, a big man, which is always interesting to see big men in the all-star games like this. So what do you think about that?
1: I don't know about John Collins. Like, He seemed like a good scorer, but even in college, he was never really known for like posterizing people. Or really being like that freak athlete at the forward position. So I'll be interested to see what he does, but I'm not expecting a ton from him. Like Miles Bridges is a really good dunker, but he seemed like most of like his big dunks have been put back dunks, just something where the ball was coming off the backboard already. So it's interesting to see what kind of like, like what kind of moves he can do in the air, just trying to like control the ball the whole time. My money is going to be on Dennis Smith though, because he was in it last year. He got knocked out in the first round because he wasn't wasn't going 100%. He wanted to save his best dunks for the second round because he thought he'd be able to coast to the second round. And when he didn't, it was kind of like a little bit of a shocker. So I'm expecting him to come out with everything in the first couple of rounds uh,
2: this year. I think he's going to take it home. You know what? I actually have my money on Dennis Smith Jr. as well. Creativity is the name of the game and Miles Bridges has already been posting some of his dunk attempts on Twitter. So I don't know. Maybe he's trying to throw us off, but Dennis Smith Jr., that guy is a, he's a pogo stick. waiting to happen that guy can jump out the gym so I definitely have him as my pick to win this game if I had to pick a close second it would probably be Diallo from OKC I used to watch him back at Kentucky and he I think he has like a 46 47 inch vert so that's this should be an interesting matchup I'm definitely excited to see what's to come next looking at some of the past winners I would say that this game definitely favors the younger guys was well, Zach Levine won it two years in a row in 15 and 16 Greg Robinson won it in 2017 and Donovan Mitchell won it last year so this should be interesting
1: yeah it's definitely gonna be interesting
2: Now we're going to get to the most important event of the evening, Team Giannis versus Team LeBron. I'm going to let you take over on this one, Stephen. Tell me what team you think is better and who would your pick to win. I think Team LeBron has the better players top to bottom.
1: But at the same time, I think Team Giannis is going to win because Team Giannis is showing up to play basketball. Team LeBron is showing up to sit around and drink wine and talk about how LeBron can get every single person on that team to the Lakers next year. To collude, right? <laughs> yes. Yes. But it's not really collusion because it's all-star weekend.
2: <laughs> Hashtag LeBron logic. <laughs> <laughs>
1: so I'm picking team Giannis to win, even though I think uh, team LeBron's
2: got a little bit more talent. Yeah, I agree. i, I named name the starters for each team. On team LeBron, you got Kevin Durant, who was his first pick. You got James Harden, Kyrie Irving, LeBron and Kawhi Leonard as your starters for the West. On the East side, we have Giannis Antetokounmpo, Stephen Curry, Joel Embiid, Paul George, and Kimba Walker. Now, if they want to take this game serious, it's going to be a a crazy matchup because Giannis' team is built on underdogs. You know, Giannis took his time to get to where he's at, so he's hungry. Kimba Walker always been kind of held as that second-tier star behind John Wall, Kyrie Irving. Paul George is running back into form from that nasty leg injury. Joel Embiid who's arguably the greatest center in the league right now, and Steph Curry, his name says it all. So if they want to take this serious, I would probably put my money a little bit more towards Team Giannis, but in the game that's catered towards the fans and flashiness, I think Team LeBron has it all. <laughs> James Harden and his traveling step back, Uncle Drew, this would be a great matchup, man. Yeah. Um, what I'm really looking forward to is watching James
1: Harden run from midcourt to the rim without dribbling the ball one time and seeing if
2: they actually call anything. <laughs> hey three steps (laughs) one thing I was excited about is really the reserves I'm a huge D'Angelo Russell fan so I'm glad to see him get his shine this year Ben Simmons his first time all-star Damian Lillard who doesn't get enough credit for the work he's done since he's joined the league I'm glad he's getting recognition you know same with Carlton Towns this should be this should be a fun matchup especially towards the end of the game when they start picking the pace up and start taking things seriously and actually playing defense let me get your hot take, Steven. What do you got, Team Giannis or Team LeBron?
1: Team Giannis all the way. They got enough first-time All-Stars that are going to take it seriously. Like, is a first-time All-Star. He's probably going to take it a little bit more serious. Uh, Vucevic from Orlando, first-time All-Star. Probably going to be a little bit more serious. Same thing with Chris Middleton. And you got Russell Westbrook, who, even though he's not a first-time All-Star, he's going to show up to just destroy everyone, basically. So I definitely like the reserves on Team Giannis and their starters. There's there's just, I'm looking at it now, they got so much length and just great shooting all around. And you got Kemba to just distribute the whole time. That's going to be a much tougher lineup than LeBron's because LeBron's just got a bunch of ball handlers. Like, even though they say Steph Curry is kind of like a ball handler, he can just catch and shoot. Joel just needs to catch the ball on the block and shoot. Paul George is like a spot-up shooter. Let Kemba pass to everyone. That's a good team right there. So LeBron's going to be a little bit too drunk off his wine. Giannis <laughs> is going to is going to show up, and he's going to win.
2: All right, now, serious question. Do you think LeBron leaves All-Star Weekend with some new teammates heading to, to La Town?
1: No, I don't. Because unless... He knows something that everybody else doesn't. I think a lot of the other players who are already free agents kind of have places a little bit closer to home that they're planning on going to and anybody that they would have to trade for. The league's not making trades with the Lakers right now. So he's not going to get anyone this year. So I'm going to say no. He does not walk out of
2: All-Star Weekend with any new teammates. Hey, there you go. I'm going to keep my pin on that one, Steven. We're going to see what happens. <laughs> sure will. This about wraps it up for us. This was the Off the Backboard NBA podcast brought to you by The Breakdown Sports. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at The Breakdown Sports. That's T-H-E-B-R-K-D-W-N Sports. And head over to our website, www.TheBreakdownSports.com, for extensive coverage of all things sports. Sports, esports, gambling. You down? Steven, where can the guys find you at?
1: Right, the guys can find me with a lot of my college basketball articles at the Breakdown Sports that like you just mentioned, or they can find me on Twitter at Breakdown Steven. That's B
2: R K D W N S T E V E N. And you can find me, Phil, on Twitter at Creo Soul 3, capital C R E O L E, capital S O U L 3. Thanks for having us. See you guys next week.